Welcome to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast, a journey of self-discovery and transformation. Moira Sutton and her amazing guests share real-life stories, tools, and strategies to inspire and empower you to create and live your best life. Come along on the journey and finally blast through any fears, obstacles, and challenges that have held you back in the past so you can live your life with the joy, passion, and happiness that you desire. Now, here's your host, Create the Life You Love Empowerment Life Coach, Moira Sutton. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 34, How to Step into Your Truth as a Visionary Leader, with our very special guest and my friend, intuitive business mentor, Jennifer Lyle. Jennifer is a chief energy optimizer, and she helps courageous visionary leaders who are losing control with too many ideas in their head, and they're juggling too many balls. She helps them get centered and focused. They learn how to master their energy and intuition so they can level up their impact and income while doing what makes their heart sing. She loves to support female entrepreneurs who have already had some success in their business and who are ready to play a bigger game, step into a higher vibration, and consciously create more positivity in their life and make a bigger impact in the world. In her intuitive business mentoring programs, she uses a blend of intuition, energy clearing, spiritual teachings, business training, and online marketing experience that she has to support you with the expansion of your business. Her Connect to You with a U and My Energy Check programs are foundational tools to help you learn how to manage your personal energy and allow you to be the true you so you can achieve your heart's desires and what you're really here to do. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Jennifer Lyle. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Mara. What a wonderful introduction. I really appreciate it. Well, we, we go back a number of years now, and uh, it's always been a pleasure to any time that we have together. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So Jennifer, you and I know that energy has a language of its own. Please share with us how you interpret energy. And I know it's a big question. And what would you share to people who want to be, they want to begin doing this? They want to interpret energy and get into this field or do it for their own life. Mm, That's a really good question. I interpret energy with all of my senses and the added sixth sense. My dominant senses are that I'm clear cognizant and clear um, sentient. So that means I have this intuitive knowing and intuitive feelings. But over the years, I've been really developing this and honing this since 2010. Over the years, the other intuitive skills have come into play more and more. Like I get more visions um, auditorially. I'll get a little whisper in my ear or the thoughts come in uh, as to guiding me into doing different things. For me, there are two things that helped me the most with starting to understand how to interpret energy and I guess really creating the space so I could listen to what my intuition was saying to me. The first thing was meditation. 
And that was something that was really hard for me to begin because I have so many thoughts going in my head. And the idea of my thoughts just stopping for minutes just seemed impossible. And it is impossible. (laughs) (laughs) But there is just a moment of a second or two seconds and up to 10 seconds as you begin to meditate more. And then what happens is you start to have those same pauses during your waking normal day. And that's when those wonderful intuitive messages come through. And I remember when I was first starting to meditate, that things like cooking got to be more fun. Because my Claire Gustins and Claire Alliance, my intuitive smelling and intuitive tasting were becoming activated. As I was cooking, I could just imagine, oh, let's try blending this flavor and that flavor together. Things I would not have thought of before, but I was getting all these interesting inspirations. And then the other thing that helped me the most with tuning into my intuition was something that's called dowsing. And for me, how I douse is I use something called a pendulum. I first heard about dowsing in grade seven back in middle school. And how I heard about it then was we were learning about how in the rural areas, they would use this Y stick mm-hmm. to look for to look for water. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was kind of curious about it back then, but didn't really know anything about it. And early in my spiritual journey, I had attended the, uh, there's a, an, a crystal show that they have in Ancaster. And when I was there, I was so excited because I was just starting to learn about crystals. And as I was there, I was like, oh, okay, I want to dive into this event, but I need to go to the bathroom. But I just want to look at a couple of booths. And then I heard a voice in my head that said, go to the bathroom. And so I went <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> and just outside of the bathroom doors, there was a table for the Canadian Society of Dowsers. And that's where I met my teacher who taught me how to douse. And, and she taught me so much about spirituality and tuning in. It was just absolutely fascinating seeing this pendulum swing on its own. And it's just so many synchronicities happened at that event. Uh, somebody at a crystal, crystal booth randomly gave me a crystal and said, go make a pendulum. And so I went to take this crystal back to my new dowsing teacher and say, look, and guess what she was doing? She was making pendulums. So she showed me how to make a pendulum out of this crystal. So a long answer, but. No, it's great. It brings up memories for me because um, we had a farm growing up. Well, it was a land and a house was built on it, but it was farmland. And we had the lady come to show us where to put the well. And then when we traveled to England, we. Literally, we were given those sticks to go around Avery in England, which there's a lot of ancient rocks and stones and monuments and just the sacred of the land. And we used to go around doing that. And I love your story about how that shows up, because I was just thinking when you said that when I did remote viewing many years ago, I was really intrigued by it. And then a book showed up, you know, one of those things, a book just showed up for you. And then Mm -hmm. I went and got trained in that. So very cool. Now, we're both from families that, you know, for generations have had spiritual gifts. And and like on my side, it was on my father's side. And from a very young age, I sent spirit, I heard them, I, I began to see them later on and see angels and, and everything else. But it was really quite scary when I was young, because my, my parents didn't know how to guide me, and I didn't have a teacher. Um, did you have a teacher? Did you have someone in your family that started to guide you? Or was this all just you unfolding as you learned things like the Davosian that? 
that was all my unfolding. My mm-hmm. my uncle that is an energy healer is in Gibraltar. And ah. I I met him when I was 12, but that never came up then at that time. Like I just wasn't present to it. And then when I came to this place of my business sucked and I knew that I needed to do something different. And I was trying to figure out what made my heart sing. Mm-hmm. I, I have reached out to him because I had heard my aunt talking about the energy work that he did and some healing he had done for some cousins and some, some other cousins also had some uh, healing modalities that they worked with. And I remember calling him up and saying, Pepe, you know, what is this energy work you do? Is it, is it Reiki? He's like, oh, I don't know, it's just energy. Mm-hmm. And there's one in every generation. And the interesting thing is, is that I was the family massage therapist. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm the baby of seven. And oh. I would always like rub my mom's shoulders or my brother's back. Um, they had their own business. And so I would go and rub their shoulders. And so I asked my mom, and I'd even considered becoming a massage therapist when I was evaluating what to do next after high school. And I decided against it. And I asked my mom, how did I become the family massage therapist? And she said, well, you know, when John, my eldest brother, he, when, so I would have been four and he was in his early twenties, he had a water skiing accident. And so he would lie down on the living room floor to get some relief from his back pain. And I would rub his back for him. And then my parents and other siblings said, well, you can rub my shoulders or rub my back too. For sure. <laughs> and what I didn't realize is that I was actually doing energy work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty fascinating. It is fascinating. Um, I think, you know, I'm a Reiki master and, and um, just that whole giving that love or letting that come through you for the person. I just, I love doing it in long distance and all that. Now you also do automatic writing which I've read here that you began that in 2011. How did that gift open up? And is that how you're writing? You wrote your beginner's guide to the soul and you have been, we're going to talk about your new book, check your inner battery is coming out. Is, does that come from automatic writing for you? Some of it was automatic writing and some of it was just chanting auditorily. Mm. And then I would transcribe it from there and fill in some of the blanks um, just to get the, the story, the the journey for the reader to flow through. Yeah. And how that started for me was I was starting to tap into all of these gifts. And I was excited to discover the dowsing, excited to discover meditation. And I felt like I, I was on this big precipice of something big. And I had gone down to Sedona, Arizona. Mm, nice. Yes. Oh my gosh. I went on a soul adventure there and it was so incredible. And what the soul adventure was, was I had an intuitive reading before I went down and then they said, okay, based on who you are and what you got going, here's an itinerary of different practitioners that we think you would really benefit from connecting with. And I said, all right. So I went down there and had such an incredible experience and as I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, it's like, oh, I could so do this up in Toronto. So I was picking up business cards from all sorts of different practitioners and then trying to formulate this. And then it's like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to evaluate 
who I need to connect with, who I want to have in my network. I don't know anything about all these different modalities. And as I was processing that and trying to figure that all out, there is a particular day where I was, it was lunchtime, kids were at school. I was getting a crock pot meal ready for dinner. And I was at my stove and I felt this energy come over me. And I had opened my mouth to speak because I had heard about channeling messages vocally, and but nothing would come out. My throat chakra was so blocked. And so I had heard also about automatic writing. And so I picked up a pen and paper and sat at the kitchen table and just left my hand limp because I did not want to interfere with what wanted to come through. And it was just scribbles at first. And I was writing with my right hand and I'm right-handed, but it looked like scribbles from my left hand. (laughs) And then I said, okay, I don't understand that. You're going to have to give me words. And so the essence of the message was you know, you're much braver than you realize. You don't have anything to be afraid of. Just go for it. So while I felt that energy and that presence uh, with me, I then uh, took that pile of business cards, doused who to connect with and who to not connect with and just use that. And then every morning after that, I just started doing this automatic writing. And it was really interesting because I was getting all of this incredible information. It's like, is that true? Like, is that real? Like, am I imagining this? Mm -hmm. And then I would see a video or read something similar in a book, like for validation. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, oh my goodness. And then it was through the automatic writing that I was given instructions for my own modality, which simply started out as uh, a stick drawing with here's a squiggly line, move the energy this way, move the energy that way. Here's a guided meditation Uh, And then here's a a prayer to say at this stage and go do a case study. And that's how Connect to You was born. (laughs) Isn't that exciting? Oh, so good. So good. Sedona's still on my list. I haven't got there, but I still am going to go there once it opens up that we can travel again. Mm -hmm. Now, you do work with, you say that it's courageous. I think it was uh, courageous visionary leaders who get overwhelmed and maybe they have that shiny syndrome going on where everything you know you oh go here go there and right now this I would love to hear your advice you you know that we've recently sold our home and right now we're packing and we're, we don't even know where we're going we might rent we might go to the country we're not sure we're just trusting on the flow of it so what is an exercise that you do with somebody to help them shift from a state of feeling overwhelmed or scattered and then moving into a state of being focused and centered My go-to is doing energy clearing. And these days, with it being remote, a lot of that is through a a guided visualization to help them. Um, And and it will vary based on the individual. So it could be calling all the different parts of themselves back into being. Uh, It could be that they need to ground a lot. And I could be leading them through a visualization of really deeply connecting in with Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be that they need to imagine having like a a little kid's um, little toy gun gun and looking at the auric field for what's cluttering things up and going and and like decluttering the auric field. It really depends on the individual. But once they get into that state of feeling more calm, grounded and centered, connected deeply within to their true self, then we start to evaluate what's really going on here? What is it that you really want? 
Mm-hmm. What are your values? And now with that clear in your mind and you're feeling in alignment, then let's look at what the options are of what it is that you're trying to decide. And then it just becomes so clear. Once you are operating as your true self, you know what you want. And then that's your barometer for evaluating everything. It becomes so easy to process and to prioritize. Do you find that most people, they do not listen to that because there's either, you know, they get in their own way. Some Something comes up, a story, or, you know, instead of letting go, as Wayne Dyer says, let God, the universe, bring the universe knows what you want, even if you might not share it with other people, the true self you, that people say, oh, no, I can't do that now because, because, because. Does that yeah. show up? Oh, absolutely. We try to micromanage the universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting with the house because just, uh, I think it was yesterday, um, we support the Princess Margaret um, and their their giveaways in there, and we give money to them during the year also. Uh, my husband also came through cancer last year, so once it hits home, it's even more we want to give back. Um, but it's interesting because I really thought that I was going to win one of the big homes and that would solve our next step. We would just maybe pack things away and off we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, when I, and when I didn't win it, I was sort of confused yesterday. And I went, <laughs> I really was, I, I sort of thought, where are we going now? And I, and I, I got out of the state of trusting in the flow. And then I realized as the day went on, that Moira, you weren't supposed to have that house. Like there's something else opening up that is going to lead you down the path that you can't see the bigger. It's the stuff I teach, right? You can't yeah. see the bigger picture. And, and it really takes a lot of trusting, you know, knowing and believing and allowing. Faith. Faith, faith and allowing. Yes. Faith is a big, big. Okay. So how, how does someone really start to develop this deeper connection with their soul so they can really start more easily understanding their soul's purpose and listen to that soul guidance. What would you say to somebody that comes to you and they don't even know how to do this? Mm, well, I'd say come work with me and I'll teach <laughs> you how to, I'll take you through connect to you. Cause that's all about connecting mm-hmm. the soul with the heart and the mind. And with that process, it's, it's like hooking you up. And then at the end of that experience, there are affirmations. And as you know, um, Well, when you're in a meditative state, it's like being in a state of suggestion and hypnosis. So the affirmations at the end of that experience act like an anchor so that every time you say those affirmations, then you're coming back home to that connection where you're connecting your intuition with your emotional brain and your the wisdom of the logical brain. You're tapping into all three of those every time you recite those um, those affirmations. So it keeps bringing you back home. That's nice. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that as you're saying that. Now, you also, you know, you share with your clients, if they have some, a whole bunch of ideas going on, you have clarity in what the best energy match is for their soul's person. So how do you get that? Is it, you feel that? Do you feel like it's, you know, they're aligned with it? And I don't know if you'd be open to play and I'd share some with you and see what you say. Sure. Um, So for me, it is first having that individual become really connected to their truth in that high vibration. Because, you know, for somebody else, for me to tell them, is one thing, but for me to reflect 
back to them what they already know mm. is a little different. It's not like, Jennifer, just tell me what my purpose is. It's not what it is. It's okay. So let's work through here. You are, you're really connected into your true self. Here's what your true deepest desires are. And what is it that you feel is calling you forward? And then they have all these amazing ideas because the ideas come because the universe is like, well, how about this? And then how about this? Like, these are all different fun things that are possible. And some of it are opportunities that are just presented in front of you. And some of them are good and others are great. And some will take you eventually to your purpose and some will get you there like fast tracked. So I help my clients with really tuning into which are the ones that will help them fast track along and understanding that they have choice always mm -hmm. and to understand it's okay to choose the things that are really juicy, really good and really exciting and really big, that, that that's okay. And to not let all of the limiting beliefs of like, oh, well, that's pretty good. I'll just say yes to that. Because when you say yes to things that are good, because you have old patterns all the time, like, am I enough? Can I really do this? And that keeps you into the good. It prevents you from achieving the greatness of your purpose. Did I answer that for you? I don't know if I... Really yeah, good. no, that, that was good because like, like in my case, you know, and my sole purpose, which I know what my sole purpose is like, you know, partly things in the future, like you said, you can go for all the juicy things. Like, you know, I'm going to be doing retreats down the line. I'm writing right now books and doing online programs and that. Can you sense that? Like, I, I, I'm just, I'm playing with you, Jennifer. I just want yeah, to yeah. play that. So, you know, there's retreats, there's writing my books, you know, mentoring, online programs, all those things and coaching. So what I would do with that is we would be going through the process of tuning into like your big vision that you feel is being called through you mm -hmm. and then using that and your values. How do you want to live? How many hours do you want to work? Where do you want to be? Are you wanting to work remotely? Are you going to change your lifestyle that maybe you want to be on the road or maybe you want to be at home? Um, how do you want to live? And then we evaluate all of those different ideas and we look at the energy of each of the ideas and a little bit more about them. And then as we get them down on paper, they simply start to formulate what the edge pieces are, because some of those pieces are foundational for the other things that you bring to life. So perhaps that um, online course that you have, maybe that's foundational work to the uh, bigger one-on-one -on -one coaching you do. So they, they fit together as well. And then I help you with prioritizing where to put your attention and intention. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm glad I asked you to play that because people will hear that and you're showing, you know, the process. And I definitely talk about asking, you know, and uh, what I said earlier, asking and, and the allow part and intention is powerful in your values and then pay attention to what shows up, the opportunities, people and circumstances. So it can be fun when you get into that. It doesn't mean that we're always in that alignment. Like it's, like you said, there's, you know, we can go ground ourselves in like a guided meditation or just go out in nature and ground yourself and see, you know, the roots going through your feet. So you're grounded with nature. Um, nature is very powerful for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I know for myself that, you know, I talk to the trees, I talk to the animals. So, and I hear back, I can hear the tree, what it's saying that. So, um, 
So then my question is, as you talk to the trees and the animals, do you talk to the different business ideas? And then what do you hear back from them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I do know the answer to all that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I love that you talk to the business ideas too. I think that's really important for the listeners to hear yes. that we, we can talk to anything, every Every idea has its own soul. Every business has its own soul. Every object, animate yes. and inanimate, has. Yes, and you can tap into it. Yes, everything's energy. We mm-hmm. just can't see where, where it's like, you know, that it's flowing so quickly. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now you talk about the observer's perspective, and that's about being detached from our outcomes, letting go of judgment, worry. How does someone how talk more about the observer's perspective when we observe something? What happens? Well, I feel like sharing my journey with dowsing is a good analogy to help explain that. Um, So when I started dowsing with a pendulum, I would be so attached to the outcome. I want the answer now. What's the best answer for this? Demanding answers. And that was influencing what answers, what results I was getting from the pendulum. I was, it it was clouding the answers. And when I became detached from it, rather than me having to say, this is the little box, just like in your story a moment ago, you were set on, okay, universe, so I'm going to win that lottery. So Mm -hmm. then I'll have the house and it was going to, you know, you were just observing and you were just setting the intention like, oh, I'll just win the house. And that makes it all easy peasy but there's a something better. And so you went through that moment of, ah, you know, of, I wanted that. It was going to be easy. Like, come on universe. You know, we, I thought we had an agreement here. <laughs> and, and then you got into that place of detachment and of knowing of, okay, there's something even better waiting for me. And we get so attached to how we think things mm-hmm. need to happen. And that is linked to all of the old stories and paradigms and all the old baggage from the past. But when we can let go of that and just say, hmm, I wonder what else can be possible and just observe what's going on around us and see what else we can notice and what other messages we can start to get from what we're noticing it just makes it so we're able to see things so much more brightly i I mean it's really kind of the same as you know when pre-pandemic well i guess still sometimes now you kind of go on autopilot and you're just like i do this i go and do that i go and do that and you you know people get in their car and do their commute and go to their job and don't even pay attention to the beautiful birds that are singing they don't even notice that feather on the ground or the dime on the ground or the rainbow that's there because they're so caught up or they and they can't see those signs that are around them. So when you can slow down and observe, there's a lot that's being shown to you. There's a lot that the universe, a lot of signs that the universe is giving to you that when you look back 2020, you can start to see the big old neon signs that were there. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I guess if I had just said yes to that, I would have gotten here a lot faster. Um, So when you can become detached and and pay attention and observe and see and witness what's going on, 
getting present, it makes a massive difference to what your experience is like and, and how you move through your experience as well. Mm-hmm. And and I really did believe I was going to win that along with their um, Airstream. <laughs> we could travel safely and as we've had the discussion, we could travel to Nova Scotia and explore the area or travel to BC safely and explore the area. So I was really confused. And that's me. And I, I know this work too. And I'm thinking, okay, as the day went on, I, you know, I, I had a conversation with Cliff, my soulmate and husband, and we started saying, well, what do we want here again? Let's get back to focus. What is it, you know, we really want and where do we want to be and for the next step. And that gave me some grounding into you know, let go, like I said, as you were saying back, that, you know, there's something, there's somewhere else we're supposed to be and doing something else and not that home, which would have been easy <laughs> to move in. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. your Connect to You uh, program has been experienced in six countries. Like, wow, you know, how did you do that? Because a lot of people who you work with and, you know, who people have their, you know, their own truth, their vision, their life's purpose, and they want to, empower and inspire people to live their best life, reach more people. How did you do that? That's, that's remarkable. People found me. And I also had trained a number of people in the modality. And some of those people introduced it into other countries, into Mexico and into Australia. Um, I have clients in Mauritius, in South Africa, in the UK, in the States and in Canada, um, and Poland as well. So it just, people get drawn into it. There's just something about it that they're like, oh my gosh, I need this. I need this. There's an eight. That, that's wonderful. Congratulations with that. And that you're reaching people. And uh, as this podcast, we have people from not from Poland, but the UK and not Africa at this point either. I have friends in Africa, but uh, Australia and all those places. So it's so cool today that pe- we, we, we can limit ourselves. We can get in our own way. How do you tell people to get out of their own way? And that inner credit that shows up, or as you said before, and I have clients go through the same thing that, you know, they're not enough, not enough time, not enough money, that not enough syndrome and really get out of their own way when they're stuck. So we started on that bit at the beginning, but they, they feel so stuck. They don't, they really don't know how to get out of their own way. <laughs> so one thing that's foundational that I teach all of my clients is how to check their inner battery. And that is a a simple process of learning to ask yourself, how am I feeling in four areas, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And as you start to do that throughout your day, you start to see what, what's throwing you off. You make the connection between people, places, situations that are impacting your energy And then you get to consciously choose, do I want to stay there or do I want to boost my energy? And of course, I teach my clients, well, you're going to boost your energy and reaching for things like going outside and getting into nature or meditating or dancing or petting your cat or playing your favorite song. Um, There's so many getting creative. Mm -hmm. There's so many different things that you can do to boost your energy. And as you do this, it helps you with seeing things from a different perspective because you can only think to the level that which you feel. So if you're vibrating at around like a a five when you are in a survival mode, that has you looking at your world 
through that perspective of just trying to survive. You take 10 minutes, you go outside, get barefoot on the ground, take some deep breaths, come inside, put on your favorite song, and then you're up to an eight. Well, then you look at that situation from that eight and you're like, ah, I can really see that the way I'm talking is the way my dad used to talk to me. And he used to be so pessimistic and he would be so hard on me. And I get that that's the voice that I'm listening to. So as you start to check in, you start to become aware of the subconscious patterns. And the key is checking in very often. And I can teach the audience, if you feel it's a good match, I can teach, walk you through that process or tell you how you can learn about it. If that I, think gonna, I think that'd be great. I think we're going to do that in a minute. And it's interesting because, um, oh, the last yesterday and today, um, no, the last two days, not today, it's raining here today, but our neighbor um, is clearing the garage out, noise, things thrown, and then noise. Um, it was almost like having a construction site for two days. He was power hosing or whatever you do for your deck. And he had his music blaring so he could listen to it. And I had to shut windows and I like my windows was open. And I thought, I can't handle this anymore. Like my brain was really <laughs> reacting. And then I thought, oh, just put a headset on and listen to uh, Diva Primal and Matan. And they do chanting and mantras mm-hmm. and that. And I just sort of, ah, oh, now I'm okay. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. but, but that was going in and changing the state and doing that. Yeah, but let's, let's go through, uh, you know, a short meditation here. Um, it's part of your... Next book, check your inner battery that's coming out. When is that book coming out, Jennifer? At the end of the year. Nice. The same yeah. timing that I'm doing. I, I pushed mine back a little bit because of the mood, but it's also coming out um, at the end of the year. So we'll both do a toast. <laughs> so Perfect. yes, let's go through um, a, a short meditation. I think my listeners would really enjoy that. Sure. So if you can take a moment and close your eyes. Allow yourself to sit up nice and straight and your feet flat on the ground. Taking a nice deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. And allowing yourself to get fully present in your body Keep following that nice long rhythm for the breath. Deep breath in. And out. And do a couple of more deep breaths and then come to a natural rhythm of breathing for you. Allowing yourself to get fully present into your body. And as you're present in your body, do a quick scan from your head down to your shoulders and look for how am I feeling physically? Are there any areas of tightness, lightness, sore and achy or energized? Scan through your body and ask yourself on a scale of one to 10, how do I feel physically right now? And one is low and 10 is high. And just get present to how your body's actually feeling. Then bring your attention to your heart. 
and ask your heart, how am I feeling emotionally on a scale of one to 10? And notice what are the emotions that are coming up? Why am I rating myself that number? Sometimes there are other things that happen in our day that linger and we don't realize how it's impacting us. It could be a conversation from earlier. It could be that when you woke up, you literally stubbed your toe and it's still throbbing. Or maybe you tripped over the dog. Or maybe you got a telemarketer call that really just put you over the top. It's okay. Or maybe you got a phone call from a friend that you haven't heard from in a long time and you're feeling really good. And then next, bring your attention up to your head and get present to the thoughts that are going on up there. And are you clear thinking? Are you feeling foggy? Are you feeling distracted or really focused? And ask yourself, how am I feeling on a scale of one to 10? And now imagine backing out out of your body and into more of your energy field and coming out to look more as the observer of you and your energy field. Start to consider how are you feeling spiritually? And this is about you and your connection to that higher power you believe in, the universe, God, Buddha, Allah. It could be your connection to your higher self to your purpose, or just faith that things are going to work out. Or if this question doesn't resonate, you don't have to go there. But if it does, on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you feeling spiritually? And just say thank you to yourself, to your body for sharing so beautifully what's really going on inside. And now I'd like to invite you to imagine that you are in this beautiful meadow. It's the perfect summer day. It's not too hot. The sun is hiding behind a cloud at the moment, so it's not too intense. You hear a babbling brook in the background. And you find this beautiful log to sit on in this meadow. You hear the rustling leaves. You can almost feel yourself swaying in the gentle breeze. You can hear the birds chirping away, the squirrels scuttering in the trees. And it's just so peaceful here. And it feels like the sound of the babbling brook cleanses your soul, relaxes you, washes away any worries, washes away any lingering emotions from the day, clears away any negative thoughts. 
And just have a few breaths here, really feeling your shoulders relax as you breathe. Allowing yourself to sink a little bit deeper into where you are. Enjoy this glorious, glorious summer scene. There's a fragrance of wildflowers in the breeze. And it feels peaceful. Relaxing every part of you, relaxing your scalp, your eyebrows, your jaw, your throat, your shoulders, feeling your shoulders move down further. Your hands rest heavy in your lap. Your ribcage expands a little bit more, allowing you to breathe more deeply. Relaxing your hips, your legs, your feet. You're now fully relaxed. And in this state of full relaxation, we're going to do another check-in again. And ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel physically now? On a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel emotionally? On a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel mentally? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how do I feel spiritually? And noticing, did your numbers shift from that brief visualization? Maybe it's just down a half a point or a point in one area, but it was just a few minutes. Our worlds can shift so quickly with just a few breaths, just a short connection with nature, just a short meditation. So holding on to this piece, I'm going to count you out of this meditation. Five, noticing the surface beneath you. Four, getting present to the temperature in the room. Three, taking a deep breath in. And two, exhaling. And one, whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Oh, that's what I feel. (laughs) Just yawning like I had a little nap. (laughs) Perfect. That's perfect. It's incredible how just taking a little pause like that can impact our energy. And I don't know if you were able to remember your numbers uh, from the beginning to a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you notice a shift at all? Definitely. Um, one of them stayed the same, which is my my spiritual um, is very strong. My spirituality, so that stayed at ten, and then somewhere eight or nine, and, and they went up. So yeah, definitely that nice, very very nice. And um, I love being out in the meadow. <laughs> that yeah. that that alone, that image of you know visualizing that and being there, just um, again nature. Yeah. And so that was really beautiful. Thank you, Jennifer. You're welcome. And I hope all the listeners enjoyed that. I'm sure they did. And then 
they probably are stretching like us and yawning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just changing their state, excuse me. Yes, yes. Oh, wonderful. Well, as we come to a close, that was very nice to close with that. Um, as we're, you know, finishing our heartfelt conversation, I, I would like you to share the special gift and the offer that you've created for our listeners. And I always let our listeners know that, you know, the links where they can reach you and their gifts will be below in the show notes. So if you could share that, that would be wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you go to the website gifts, G-I-F-T-S dot J-L-Y-A-L-L, J-L-Y-A-L-L dot com forward slash slash H. SW for Heart Soul Wisdom. And when you're there, you can get a free download of a color energy clearing. And this is really powerful for clearing your energy field and really boosting your inner battery. Really big way. And for those who feel a little curious and who want to get clarity in their business. I am offering all of your listeners uh, 15% off of the half day intuitive business accelerator session to get clarity in their business or clarity in making a big decision, uh, helping to create a plan for moving forward. And the code is uh, on the the page as well. So you don't have to remember anything. No, you don't. Information right there. Yeah, the links will be below too, so people can get it there. Um, so that's that's wonderful. Thank you, Jennifer. That's very generous. Um, I'd like to be very present and thank you for you sharing from your heart and soul, your wisdom on how to step into your truth as a visionary leader. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to the Heart Soul Wisdom Podcast with Moira Sutton. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please join our community at moirasutton.com and continue the discussion on our Facebook page, Create the Life You Love. You will be part of a global movement, connecting with other heart-centered people who are consciously creating the life they love on their own terms. Together, we can raise our consciousness for the greater good of humanity and for our planet.